But this is my first introduction to him in like a serious way. So, lady, lady, ladies here, everyone, ladies guesting. <laughs> but I think rules in wrestling are really interesting because you need to have. Can you hear all of this on mic? Yep. God damn it! Fucking calm down. They. Uh, my I, my favorite part of this promo was when uh oh my god lady <laughs> you gotta chill out you you need to stop lady 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 <laughs> motherfucker I'm this so episode sorry, is Nate. cursed yeah like, shit I'm so okay. sorry. And welcome to WrestleSplania, the show where a wrestling enthusiast, Kath Barbadoro, introduces wrestling to me, Rachel Millman. I hey, paused on that real weird. You did great. You did great. I, I did medium. I did medium. <laughs> I feel like my trick is I just say it exactly the same way every time. I know. I feel like you change it up every time. I don't know why I do that. It would be so much easier if I just had like my set spiel. Like when I was like present in the moment. Yeah. I'm well, because like, I you always have when I was a waitress for a really long time. I always had like the hi. Thanks for coming to jo- Johnny Rockets. Right. Can I start y'all with some soda with an extra flavor? And it's just like it feels like nothing coming out of your mouth right and i don't want to feel like nothing when right. i'm starting the show it keeps you it, it you you want to stay present you want yeah. to stay in the moment yeah whereas uh i as a stand-up comedian you just want your soul dead I at want, all times. yeah i just look <laughs> i can fake energy real well i can go through the motions i think i'm real good at faking energy for sure yeah no i agree with that you've watched I've seen you turn it on like oh absolutely. dude watching me like power up and power down is probably real weird <laughs> i know but i totally get it I, I feel like i have that same same skill not to imply that i'm ever faking energy on this wonderful podcast uh, I certainly am never faking enthusiasm. That's that true. Sure. That's true. Sometimes I'm a little tired, but so, you know. Yeah, sometimes I have to be like, guys, we can't record. I got to chug a Gatorade. And then for yeah. whatever reason, that magical red juice, <laughs> that red medicine that we know and love. Goes in your belly and turns you into a podcasting machine. Hello. Podcasting fuel. Hi. <laughs> and then I get really annoying, usually. Nah. Um, I have no segue. I yeah. thought I had one. Well, here, here, here's my attempt at one. Um, <laughs> I never have to fake enthusiasm on this show, but I especially don't have to fake enthusiasm today because uh, we're talking about something that I'm really excited about. Um, we're talking about the Kevin Owens, Chris Jericho storyline from um, summer 2016 through WrestleMania 2017, WrestleMania 33. And uh, this was like right around the time when I started watching sort of more seriously. So this was like my introduction to both of these guys. So these are your formative years. Yeah. My formative uh, year and a half ago. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um, I just want to say that I think I I await the day because you're always like and you mean it very sincerely and you find a new reason and a new angle with which to be excited about our topics every week but i'm waiting for the day where you're like i'm not that into this week's topics i don't i have well, no emotions on it let us move forward and then there's like a poor guest just sitting there like oh <laughs> no i mean i feel like i can find something interesting in most wrestling but mm-hmm. but there is i feel like the the one that's sort of like that is our adam cole episode because you oh yeah you open it and you're like i'm not that into it i'm not that into it but like i can find like, I really yeah. like that episode, and I like doing it. Yeah, I can exactly. always find something. And, like, if you want to do an episode about a wrestler that I, like, really think is trash, I, I'll just be like, hey, I think that wrestler's trash. <laughs> like, yeah. do that one with a guest, maybe. Yeah. But that's... Uh, but the, at the same time, I think we could be excited to trash. Like, if we did an Enzo episode... Sure. We would have a, a great hour talking shit. Well, definitely a future episode is going to be somebody coming on here and trying to convince me to like CM Punk. Like that is absolutely <laughs> an episode because I just I wasn't watching at the time and I just don't get it. So yeah. like, but again, I I want to be like you're so easy to do the show with because you are like you will find something exciting about everything too. Like there's probably stuff we've watched that you haven't been into, but you found something interesting about it. You gotta find like like. 
it's either that or I had to be like, I wasn't that into this, that into this and like just look for either yours or LB's angles on like what's exciting about it and then try to rewatch it through that lens. Right, exactly. And which is so I forget where I was going with this. Oh yeah, I wanna be I wanna be like you when somebody is telling me why CM Punk is cool. Like, I think my mind can be changed. I just, uh, I will say that's I don't, don't a get it. wonderful trait of yours, genuinely, is that, like, you'll be like, hey, I don't like this. And somebody will be like, yeah, but here's an angle on it. And instead of saying, like, nah, fuck that, you usually go for, like, oh, no, you know, I actually kind of see your point. Thank you. You're welcome. This is this episode is just going to be us complimenting each other back and forth, and it's going to be great. Festival of Friendship. <laughs> the Festival Part of Friendship there episode. There's our segue. Oh, perfect. Jericho. Jericho, which apparently they do not like. They they were like branded that way, and they were like, we hate that. We're just that Chris was the Jericho. Only and... part of it that they didn't like. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they it's... didn't like a clever little name. Well, apparently Kevin Owens. I think it was Kevin Owens who I was listening to talk about this was like. I don't like tag team names. Like, I just think we should be, I'm this guy and this guy. Like, he doesn't, he just, just like, nah, I'm not a tag team name guy. Like, we're this guy and this guy. We're I a tag just, team. I like that he's so specifically fussy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, yeah, and what it's also, this is, episode is also kind of a backdoor to, like, there's so many phases of Jericho. We yes. knew we had to start with one. Right. And like also there's a, a couple faces to Kevin Owens or Kevin Steen as a ghost of wrestling past might tell you. Sure. Yeah. Um, no, I think that um, we will definitely be doing more episodes on both of them mm-hmm. um, if I because I really like them. And also there is a lot to say, particularly about Jericho. Um, but and so I think like some people might be like, oh, it's weird. You're starting with like a very recent iteration or of like Jericho. a niche one. But but this is my first introduction to him in like a serious way. So yeah, this was my first introduction to both of these guys. And I do feel like it's a really good introduction. I, I think uh, this is a very, there's a lot to like about this, as we said. Well, also, it's a lot to like about, I think, things that we tend to, that you tend to, and by definition, then I tend to gravitate towards in wrestling, which is a heel that you root for. Yeah, I mean, I I think I just like when comedy is done well, and I like when people, this is what it comes down to, I think, I like when people seem like they're having fun performing. Exactly. That is what I like, and that is so apparent here. So let's start at the beginning of this storyline. This was in the lead up to SummerSlam uh, 2016. Uh, Owens and Jericho are brought together with their mutual hatred of Enzo and Big Cass, just being on the right side of history. Oh my god! <laughs> what foresight! The Bernie would have won of wrestling. <laughs> Wait, that might be a hot take. No one get mad at me, please. Um, but like the right side of history. Yeah, I was just like, and also I don't know. That's very I. That's very, from what I've learned to know, those guys that, like, bonding over hating something is such a powerful bond. It is a beautiful way into a best friendship. Yeah. Absolutely. Very relatable. Yeah, but <laughs> I have to say, you have to find a transition point. Oh, for sure. Out of only hating things together, and that may be what befalls our heroes later. I think you might be right. Yeah. I do think, I also think it's like, this friendship starts like a bad friendship where you bond over hating stuff. Yeah. And it also ends like a bad friendship where someone publicly uh, exposes your screenshots of your texts. That's It's just the whole way through. I just, you just, <laughs> a new way for this to be relatable to me <laughs> and what I do and exactly. my bad decisions. I'm trying to be a better person. <laughs> but yeah, so they get together because they hate Enzo and Cass. And uh, I They're really like- immediately fun bullies they're so fun and they yeah they're perfect bullies um my favorite part of the promo that i sent you which was their pre-summerslam promo with yeah. uh future common jericho kevin owens antagonist tom phillips uh, <laughs> they are they're talking about how they don't like enzo Cass and how they're closer than them like we're like brothers like we're closer than they've ever been but then jericho we just got to know each other right yeah but then Jericho goes off on like an extremely Jericho rant where he's like, he says he's a certified G, huh? Who certified him, huh? Yeah. The yeah. G Association of America? Like, yeah. it's so stupid. It's very who's on first. <laughs> like, immediately. Like, they have really natural chemistry. 
Um, like I really love them going back and forth with moving uh, Tom Phillips's arm as the mic and just turning yeah. him into like a mic, a human mic stand. <laughs> just bullies, and two just, bullies, like precursor into like just constant torture of that guy. So, in rewatching all these promos, like I said, I watched this mostly when it was happening, but watching like two guys be like fun bullies, just like getting carried away having so much fun doing what they're doing it reminded me (laughs) of the weirdest like piece of internet ephemera that i think about all the time which is a little video called sign my yearbook megan and it is she we paused i just want everyone to know she paused (laughs) it made me watch it and i had to wipe tears out of my eyes and like immediately you know when so many thoughts come to you at once that you start drooling (laughs) that happened to me i'm so glad you like get sign my yearbook megan it's so hard to explain but like it it typifies like a perfect like prepubescent sense of comedy yeah where it's just like where the adhd is not managed yeah and (laughs) and also just like the joy of like oh my god someone gave me a microphone oh i am so happy oh man (laughs) like i it like it's also it's like seeing your own home videos on youtube yeah yeah but they kind of there's a real through line like you're completely correct (laughs) yeah so this video i like i said you should probably just go watch it we'll post it on the in the episode notes and on the uh, Twitter but it, it's it's these two kids and they're they're doing this thing at, at the museum in DC where you could basically record a newscast and then they just auto post them to YouTube and it's just two little kids they're like they look like they're probably in like sixth grade sixth or seventh probably. and they're just fucking around and it's so funny and like you can see other people walk into the video look at them roll their eyes and walk out and it's like just the narcissistic joy of performing yeah is so apparent and i feel like that's what i see when i see jericho and kevin owens just like having a blast bullying tom phillips well also though the main little kid who's talking and like i don't want to he's he's the, he's the bigger one yeah uh, he's chunky he's chunky um he he's looks- a shirt on in the pool kind of kid so is Kevin. It's Kevin absolutely <laughs> is, yeah. Um, but he is just like, he understands the comedy principle of just like, do not stop. Keep going. Yep. Dead air is death. Like, yep. nope. He has no, there's no such thing as like a rule of threes. There's no blank. There's no humor in space. Just like, keep going. No. Nope. Keep, keep your mouth as close as possible. Uh, say so, butthole a bunch. Say butthole. Say <laughs> shit like a little bit. Like, oh, uh, yeah. So, it's beautiful. I'm so glad you instantly like got like I want you to write a thousand like, words on it. Boyhood should not have won an Oscar. Sign my yearbook Megan <laughs> should have won an Oscar. Like sign my yearbook Megan gets at that shit so much better. It's so good. I never watched Boyhood. <laughs> it's uh I'm not of an it's idiot fine. boy in my like 30-year-old woman day-to-day life. <laughs> I'm sure that's the thing is that boyhood is probably deeper than I am because it's good, it's fine. I turned 30 and said, time to get into wrestling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> It's all right. It filmed at the bowling alley um, next door to my old apartment in Austin. So it's kind of cool. That's cool. Yeah. But yeah. yeah. Um, Sign my yearbook, Megan. Sign my yearbook, Megan is like, it, it just embodies the same sort of like joy that I feel like these two guys have. So yeah, that is, they end up um, winning against Enzo and Cass, I believe at SummerSlam. Um, we did not watch that, but after they go through that whole story, um, Kevin starts the singles run where he wins the Universal Championship, which is like the big, it's the one that um, Roman Reigns has now. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know. And they also talk a little shit about Roman in one of the promos too, right? They do because um, he beat him for something. I don't think it was for the Universal Championship, but he beat Roman for something and they talk shit about him. Yeah. <laughs> and like also talking shit is a key comedy tenet. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> and they're they're just rude and disrespectful. Um, but what keeps happening is so Kevin's on the singles run. He wins the Universal Championship and then Jericho starts interfering in all of his matches so that he can keep the championship which is like anybody else how dare you jericho let him let him do what he wants <laughs> right and it's it's hard to keep jericho as like a pure heel because he's so entertaining yeah <laughs> and so what you kind of told me is that the reason 
these guys have an endpoint in them being a tag team is that they were too entertaining and they weren't pure villains enough. Yeah, I mean, I think that's like anytime you have like a, a team that's super over like that, like a, a duo, like not that they were really tagging together, but like nothing gold can stay. Yeah, yeah. I think you you let it run its course and then you get more juice out of it by having a big dramatic turn. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like Chris Jericho, I just feel like this feels so long ago to me because I just feel like there is no one as entertaining as Chris Jericho in WWE right now. Like, he is so fucking fun to watch. I think the closest for me, and I know that not everyone shares my opinions on him, the closest joy I get out of the WWE, I don't, admittedly, I don't watch as much WWE right now yeah. that I get watching this is either. Elias, mm-hmm. Elias has the same like shit stirring energy, yeah, or the new day, yeah, yeah. I think that those are really good uh, analogies. I think that the new day can be this good, but they're not used properly. You oh, know what I yeah. mean? Like Elias is currently kind of being used properly. Yeah, it's kind of great. <laughs> I'm a big Elias fan. For I sure. still get the I still get a good old chuckle out of like his little song when he came out. Did you listen a, to his album? Yeah, of course I did. <laughs> uh, I still get a big chuckle when I think about his um, his song at WrestleMania of because he's like all of you. Like he's so <laughs> he you you he he gives away that he's about to insult the audience because he gets really giddy and excited. Yeah. To, get booze he's he's good at being dry but again it's somebody you can tell that he's having a lot of fun and that's like that energy just seems so infectious to me and it's like especially cool that somebody like Chris Jericho who's been in this business for so long still seems like he's having fun exactly and like he's definitely having a different type of fun now but it's it's I he's also it's just like a completely different it looks like Jericho 10 years ago yeah it's I this is actually very interesting so I, as I said this was kind of my introduction to Jericho apart from sort of whatever wrestling I kind of absorbed through my you know youth because um, he's been wrestling since we were like kids basically yeah. um, but your first introduction to Chris Jericho in that way is his stuff in New Japan where yeah. he's very different than this. Oh, yeah. And it was like a much I when you told me when we, we were figuring out what to do next, you were like, why don't we do Jericho Kevin Owens? And I was like, sounds great. Um, and I expected to be it to be much more terse, much more like I expected a much tenser affair. And instead, I just had the giggles the whole time. Yeah, yeah. It's it. I do think there is. And we'll talk about it as we go through this story. But like there is a really strong emotional core here. And I think it is based on sort of what I'm talking about of like Chris Jericho's having so much fun. Like this is a really special thing. But it's it's not dark. It's not it's the it's like reason for being is comedy it's a very light like fun time yeah it's not like angsty you know what i mean yeah uh but yeah so the the first match that i had uh rachel watch for this was um kevin owens versus seth rollins at hell in a cell 2016 yeah and it's also seth rollins is kind of a perfect straight man for this because seth rollins takes himself so seriously despite the fact that he's like seth freaking rollins which you know don't even do freaking man we know you just want to say seth fucking rollins but it's just like it's so corny i hate really funny i hate it i hate it (laughs) i do think monday night rollins is good i think that's like a good nickname that is a good nickname i think that but like seth freaking rollins is seth cool s rollins it's yeah you made a very good point that seth rollins should use the cool s he absolutely should use he's that kind of dude yeah it's interesting to hear you say that because it's always I've never been able to figure out why I don't like Seth Rollins and I think it's what you said I think it's just that I get this this impression that he takes himself so seriously and I I need a little bit of levity it doesn't have to be all fun and games but like I need a little bit of uh you know a wink and a nod and a smile and he is so not that there's no right kind of dork to be (laughs) and I know that this is an incredibly like specious thing to say and there's no sort of like set key points and this is all something very rooted in my preferences sure he's just kind of like the wrong kind of nerd for me at this juncture in life yeah I think that that might be it 
like I think that's part of it with the Game of Thrones shit. That and, like, might be also why you don't like CM Punk. Uh, well, Wrong that kind is, of nerd. CM Punk. The reason I don't like CM Punk is actually the same in that he takes himself way too seriously for me. And I, I don't find that like appealing. I mean, Jericho takes himself seriously too. Jericho, Jericho takes himself seriously enough that he has gone like completely nuts and is like threatening turtles all the time <laughs> at the lake. But like, he knows he's just, I think it's just cause he's been doing this for so long that he knows how to have that still filter through in an entertaining way. Well, the joke of this is that Kevin and Jericho think they're being serious. And yeah. that's like why it's funny. Cause they are acting like people who take themselves too seriously. Who are you funny? Not intentionally, you yeah. know, like they're do they're doing characters that think that, but I, I think there's like, it's not, it's not a matter of taking your work seriously or not. Like, I think that all of these people take their work very seriously yeah. and like, you know, I, like I see parallels with this with comedy. It's like, I take my comedy very seriously but I don't think I take myself seriously. Oh, no, you don't. Like, I feel like <laughs> Kevin and, and Jericho are, like, often positioned to be the butt of the joke, whereas, like, I never really see Seth Rollins in that position, and CM Punk, I feel like, would never allow himself to be in that position. Yeah. And that is, like, I don't like people like that. I mean, I just, I do want to provide a caveat for what I said earlier. I do think I enjoy watching Seth Rollins. He's put on some fun He's matches. He's a really good wrestler. I think actually putting him against Dolph is really, really smart for like what his sense of humor is and what his sense of self is mm. and performance is because like everyone just like fucking hates Dolph. <laughs> so like, I think that's just, that's, it's a really good balance, but I do also think he's a good balance and a good foil here. Yeah. This is a really good match. And yeah. that's why I said, like, I've been trying to figure out why I don't like him because he's a great wrestler and he's been in a lot of matches that I really like, but also, I just he's pretty good looking. He's very cute. <laughs> he's very cute. Yeah. Uh, as I, Totally acceptable, decent dick on that guy. <laughs> Gonna throw that out there too. Look, nothing to dislike, but I just am not into it. Look, we saw it. We talked about it in our last commentary. We did. <laughs> I just... Uh, I'm just saying, look, on paper, seems great. Good hog. Seems like a nice guy. I don't know. Not into it. Good hog seems nice. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, <laughs> But yeah, he uh, he has a wonderful match against uh, Kevin Owens with some uh, fun interference. Well, I one of the first things that made me laugh in this match is not something that was actually intended for you, the audience, to laugh at. Mm -hmm. There, because it starts off and he has tape on his back. Yeah, and they like make. By the way, that tape doesn't do anything. Yeah. I don't know why they keep using it. Cesaro uh, is like covered in it. I don't get it. I've heard that it does work if you, like, tape your ankle or something like that. Yeah, I mean, like, an ace bandage would. Like, yeah. it stabilizes a joint, but, like, putting it on a muscle makes no sense. Oh, it doesn't. But either way, like, they have this spot early on where uh, Kevin Owens rips the tape off of Seth Rollins' back, and mm -hmm. they're like, oh, the pain you must steal from that. <laughs> and I'm like, go get your eyebrows waxed, you fucking pussies. <laughs> Like, yeah. Have you ever threaded your upper lip? Get out of my face. <laughs> Which is like they they want they, that's like I have that's the wrong reaction of me. Like I should be going like, oh man, I can't believe he would do that and take away his medical necessity. But it's like, <laughs> guys, it doesn't hurt. It's fine. Yeah, it's not that bad. <laughs> I do think though there is something to that where we've talked a lot about how w one of the most impactful moments in a wrestling match is when. Uh, somebody experiences a pain that you have experienced where it's like, oh, I know what that feels like. Like, yeah. I don't know what a kendo stick feels like, but I know what X feels like, yeah. you know? Like uh, a, a person in our Discord, uh, Foe, just went to a show where they had a uh, Lego match Ooh. where people were like doing back bumps on Legos and stuff. Oh, that's torturous. Exactly. Like, you know what that feels like because you have stepped on a Lego. I have stepped on a push pin, you know? <laughs> yeah. Like, so it's yeah. like, you, you, so... I agree with you that like it's like okay we've all ripped a band-aid off like who gives a shit but I think what they were trying to go for yeah, they and were going failing for it. was oh we all know what that feels like and it sucks yeah yeah but I also I mean even before Jericho gets in I thought it was just like super funny 
the way they have they have like sort of like this amateur architecture spot where like Kevin Owens is setting up the table and you see him like really like pausing to observe it and figuring out how to make his weird about to be broken lean to. Yeah. And I thought it was just like really funny of like the concept of like Kevin Owens doing like interior design or setting up like <laughs> a really ideal camping space. Well, they point out, speaking of bad Seth Rollins nicknames, they point out Kevin builds all the stuff, but Seth Rollins is the one everyone calls the architect. Another terrible nickname that makes no sense. Why is he the architect? Kevin Owens built that damn table structure. <laughs> and he built the little chair thing that he power bombs him into in the end. That actually, like, at this point, I can kind of rationalize a lot of the stuff of, like, oh, they're selling right now, or, like, they wouldn't do this if it were, like, unbearable pain. Getting power bombed through a metal chair is fucked up looking, yeah. and I can't rationalize how it's no- slightly less fucked up in my head. Yeah. Like, I just. <laughs> I can't. It looks like it sucks. It yeah. looks like it sucks. It looks like it, it, like, there's no two ways about how bad that's going to be. Well, I also, feel like- I think what fucks me up about that spot, too, is that if it's off, it could really fuck you up. Yeah, absolutely. Like, when Excalibur talked about how the the chair spot that he had get really yeah. fucked up gave him a con- concussion, like, I look at that and I'm just like, oh, I, I'm not having a good time. This is yeah. bad. But it's scary, and it was a good way for the match to be ended. That, like, it's, I think this match is, like, very well structured. I think it's paced really well. Um, yes. It's exciting the whole way through, and you get these introductions of, first it's tables, then it's a fire extinguisher, which at first, like, why the fuck is there a fire extinguisher? But then he sprays it in the ref's eyes. So, I have a quick question, too, yeah. because they kind of don't super define it. Like, it's almost morally a- uh, ambiguous in terms of, like, did Kevin really intend to spray the ref or was that like a set plan between him and Jericho in the beginning? Or has, mm-hmm. Is Jericho corrupting him or was it, is this like, I, I kind of enjoyed that slight sort of ambiguity. Yeah. What's your, what's your interpretation on this mm-hmm. thing that you could do as an audience member, which I thought was really fun. I also think that this is one time where WWE sucking a lot of the time actually worked in its favor because watching this when he sprays the ref in the eyes I'm like why the fuck did he spray the ref in the eyes this is a no DQ match like there's no need to blind the ref because they're not going to disqualify you yeah I even wrote fire extinguishers are not tear gas (laughs) (laughs) so I was like why is he even doing this but then they get the other ref and then Jericho like runs into the little uh into the hell in the cell or and uh locks it and then there's a very beautiful moment where Jericho is like I got the key, I got the key, like, looking at Kevin Owens, and Kevin Owens grabs his head and kisses him. It's really tender. It is. It's And it's very romantic. Like, he waits a beat. He does it really well. Like, Kevin Owens looking at Jericho, like, he looks at him. Jericho is like, I got it, I got it. And you just see this look on his face, like, oh, you beautiful bastard. Like, <laughs> you're going to fucking save me. We're going to do it. And yeah. like, he lets it sort of come over him, and then he grabs his head. And uh, I feel like Kevin Owens kisses people a lot. Like, it seems like he's... It's very European. <laughs> yeah, it might be. Maybe it's because he's uh, Quebecois. Yeah, maybe. yeah. That they was what I there. immediately assumed, because I, I assumed that, the, like, in my kayfabe brain, these men bonded not over just a mutual hatred of somebody over having really bad tattoos and being from Canada. <laughs> yeah. And also having slightly upturned noses that yeah. work well on them. Uh, but God, the tattoos are bad. Yeah. <laughs> I need to say, I've been saying this for years and I stand by it. Kevin Owens tattoos all look like different off-brand energy drink logos. <laughs> that They look like like Sam, like Costco brand, like monster energy drink. <laughs> It's especially the bull. The yeah. bull is. <sighs> it's apparently based on the Rock's bull. Like, that's why he got it. But then the Rock got his reworked, and it's like way better now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that sucks so bad. I know. It's like, hey, I got the tattoo. Like, yeah, I hated that tattoo. I got it fixed. <laughs> <laughs> I got it covered in a big tribal pattern. Sorry, buddy. Good luck. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but I also like that this iteration of Jericho is he's basically like another member of Maroon 5, is his look. <laughs> Because he's trying to be a rocker, but it's like, it's it's genuinely, I don't, I have to give him credit. Most men, even the ones that I think are aesthetically pleasing or like people I love, most people don't look good shirtless in a vest with a scarf. It's in, in somehow a 
works for Jericho. Thank you for finally admitting that Jericho's hot. I really appreciate I've never that. Not admitted that. I just think it's important to point out that it's gross. <laughs> it is gross, but it's just true. It's a reality that we live in. Chris Jericho's a babe. Well, also in Hell in a Cell, he's wearing pants. Oh, he is. Yeah, he's with wearing like, uh, like leather pants with right? like a hot topic studded belt. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. He's not in his gear. I just, I just think he's a fox. I don't know. I'm into it. I think it is because he's so charismatic and like, yeah, you know, yeah. I, I do think though, like, it is. He looks so much younger here, and it was only like two years ago. Just like, oh man. <sighs> I, I guess touring with Fozzie is taking its toll. Time but. is a fuck. <laughs> well, it's once you realize that like the Earth is flat and gravity works differently, your aging sets in really fast. Mm, yeah, mm. that's true. Oh, well, also speaking of gravity, is he tanning as much? Maybe that's also because like, it might be it might be hiding some stuff. The tanning, tan in this tanning does make you look hot, even if it ages you faster. It's true. Yeah, it so, does. It does look better in the moment. Yeah. Um. Speaking of gravity, I feel like this is a good time to talk about how uh, impactful all of Kevin Owens stuff looks because you're just like, that guy is heavy and he's falling on him. <laughs> and like, fuck. Like, there's nothing you can do about, like, if Kevin Owens sentons on your back, like, your back is going to hurt. There's yeah. nothing you can do about yeah, it. Yeah, I also, like, <laughs> Rollins kind of, like, gets the tar beaten out of him. Oh, he absolutely and does. And the fact that he's still standing at the end is like, wow, you are really good at this. Uh, there's a picture that I screen capped during this that I'm going to just show Rachel and we will put it in our episode guide as well. Um, so when Jericho runs in, Seth Rollins is doing his best to sort of dispatch of both of them. Yeah. And there's a moment when he picks up Jericho to powerbomb him into the side of the cell. Yeah. And Jericho's face is so perfect to me. It's exactly the face he would make. Yep. Of yep. like, someone is about to powerbomb me into a hell in a cell. It's, <laughs> it's, it's like... The closest I would do to it is, like, you can't make jokes about anything Woody Allen does now, but it's kind of like a Woody Allen, like, <laughs> Yeah. Uh, if I were to caption this picture, I would caption it, it's a living. It's a living. <laughs> well, also, that match has a really funny, I think, an improper use of, like, the slow-mo recap, which I usually actually kind of appreciate. But there's a spot in this match where, like, Kevin, quote, launches Seth into the side of the cage, and it's like, no, Seth jumped into it, and they right. slow it down, and you like, very clearly see like, himself don't slow it down. Launching him into it. I think another thing that's very silly about this match that's not supposed to be silly is the fact that one of the ropes on the ring is pink for breast cancer awareness. Yeah. <laughs> like, I didn't I realize mean, that was what it was for. Oh, yeah, because in the post show that they have for it, they all have the little yeah, breast cancer ribbon right. on. October and is Breast Cancer Awareness Month. And it's on the uh, ring banner, too. Oh. I don't know if that's the right word for it. More well, learning. you had a really good point, which was, if you're going to do it, do it. Make the fucking cell pink, you Make idiots. Make the cell pink. Well, it's also, it's it's a prime example of, like, do nothing charity capitalism because like i mean we all kind of know this at this point and if you don't like the greatest work of your like life is not wrestling the greatest work of your life is the susan g komen foundation (laughs) absolutely susan g komen is a fucking carny yeah absolutely and like i say this also just to get ahead of this in case you're like hey man a relative of mine had breast cancer. I'm not coming from this from like a completely insensitive standpoint. Like my mom had breast cancer a couple years ago. Susan G. Komen is it's like like what like ten percent like a yeah. very small amount. No, no, of no. Problems. My my mom also had breast cancer and fucking hates this shit. Like yeah, that, like she gets really really worked up and mad about it. Yeah, like and, empty empty activism for breast cancer awareness. And I'm not saying that it's I just it's not only WWE that does empty. Absolutely not. Uh, breast cancer oh like activism but like I think people know what we're talking about yeah but like people but like it is very funny that it's like the most do nothing thing done in an insanely minimal way yeah but like for such an incongruous event (laughs) well it's also like for like breast cancer activism which is usually like "Mm, buy pink makeup brushes Mm, save the titties like that kind of shit yeah like that's sort of like extremely feminized stuff to have it against the backdrop of hell in a cell 
is super super fucking funny it's great yeah <laughs> that i approve of that's why they should have made if they're if you're gonna do it make the cell pink oh my god that's fine Imagine- i get it all like major media is is in cahoots with susan g Komen at this point it's but you're gonna do it yeah do it make it <laughs> pink <laughs> like the middle rope too i just like at least do it during a biggie match so you're reminded that it does happen to boobs exactly yeah that's a good point <laughs> actually i don't know i shouldn't uh, i mean I, male breast cancer also happens exactly that's yeah. what i mean have it for have it with biggie and then he can give a speech about how it happens to dudes too that would actually be more meaningful activism the other thing with jericho entering and them going it's all legal in here once he locks it it's just like it's such a funny referencing to the fake rules of all of this <laughs> like it's it, it's for some like it's just it's super super like it's already so goofy on its face for them to remind you of the inherent goofiness of it is really fun to me yeah um i i like rules in wrestling are very interesting to me like the way they're used because i and they even say it at the end of like they use the rules of a hell in a cell match to their advantage which is like (laughs) makes them seem like Ted Cruz level schemers. Right. <laughs> it's just like, no, the rule is there are no rules, bitch. Yeah. Like, yeah I, Best friends don't need rules. <laughs> exactly. Um, the rules in wrestling are really interesting to me because you need them in order to have stakes. Like, you have to have the yeah. shape of this world. Yeah. And again, like, I think about it. It's like the map at the beginning of a Tolkien book. Yeah. I think about it a lot in terms of comedy. Like, in order for comedy to be funny and to work, you need you need limitations in order to, like, shape shape it. Like, you, you need some conditions that must be true so that you can then get some mileage out of subverting those conditions. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, like, the idea of, like, oh, no, they're, like, it's all legal now, like, is a fun version of that like I don't know I just am thinking about it because like when I started watching wrestling my main thing was like uh like okay so what are the rules to this and people always make fun of me because they're like oh it's fake and I'm like I know it's fake but I need to know what the fake rules are so that I understand what's happening it's like when you get mad in a horror movie or in a fantasy movie when something doesn't fit between in the rules of the universe and someone goes like you know Harry Potter isn't real and it's still like yeah but that whatever it is I'm complaining about is still incorrect within its own universe. It's inconsistent. It's a logical inconsistency. So like you need to know what the rules are in order to understand like even that like you need to know what the rules are to understand that Kevin and Jericho are being bad guys. Like oh like there are no rules but they're using that to their advantage. Like they're they're being sneaky in some way. Like Ted Cruz. Like Ted Cruz. Exactly. Um, it's sort of like, and I know that this was the most boring discussion possible for anybody who isn't a nerd, but like when people were like, hey, the whole Thanos is an idiot because by his uh, in Infinity War, because by his own rules, instead of like going to take out half the population so the resources are fine, don't you have the power to increase the resources? It's by its own rules. It's like doesn't work. Right, right. But anyway, but I, it's still kind of like, the rules of the hell in a cell. It's like, well, they can do whatever they want. Right. <laughs> they can make the rules whatever they want, but it's you need to it, it informs something about what's happening to know what rules are being broken when and to how people are using it's them. It's sort of like in our Discord, which if you're not a member of, you should join. Um, it somebody talked about how there was a there's a match every year that AAW does where it's like the fans bring the weapons. Mm-hmm. And that's such a fun subversion of that rule yeah there i don't know who started that but that is like in deathmatch wrestling a an established like form of match and i always think it's so fun because it's like you really have to sort of improvise like with what people bring it's got this is a very like tenuous connection you know how on doug loves movies you have to bring if you bring like a really convoluted sign people will grab it and play for you it's it's like bringing a, a really good sign to doug loves movies is like like bringing a cast iron skillet is right. really funny. Yeah, uh, <laughs> or the, Legos. The person in our di- our Discord brought a pie and was not allowed to bring it in, which I think is very sad. Well, maybe they put a file in it. <laughs> They're operating. A- bringing a pie is brilliant. It's so good. Yeah, it's really good. <laughs> so after Hell in a Cell, 
Um, then they go on the brand new debuting Raw Talk, which is like the post game <laughs> Raw show. And this is at their this is them at their most signed my yearbook, Megan. I think. Yeah, and like. Kevin stole Jerry Lawler's phone. Yeah. <laughs> which is really funny. Also, Jerry Lawler is in a breast cancer awareness shirt, which is like, of all the guys to be talking about boobs, don't Save make those it. puppies. That's <laughs> Ew. That is Susan G. Komen in a nutshell. It's Jerry Lawler saying, save the puppies. Ew. <laughs> Ew. Uh, but they also are like, you don't want to go through that, which is like, ooh. Yeah. Yeah. God bless Renee Young is just like, don't look through that. And Jericho, you can tell, is like, shoot, like laughing. Like, oh, shit. Like, oh, it's good. Um, yeah, no, they just come in and they just uh, chew all the scenery and they're super mean to Renee they Young. immediately and start bullying Bailey, which is like the fastest way to heal work. <laughs> but it's smart. Chris Jericho says like the daddest thing that it makes me laugh so much when they're they're like booting Bailey out of her seat because she was the previous guest. And Jericho goes, take your Roy G. Biv eyeshadow out of here, sister. <laughs> just like, I wrote that down. So funny. So good. She's wearing blue. She's wearing blue. Yeah. Take your Roy G. Biv. Just saying Roy G. Biv is like so funny. Jericho also makes fun of Renee Young's shirt and just get like, get that David S. Pumpkin shit yeah. out of here, which I thought was kind of, again, really notable because it was finally a current reference. Yeah. This was October 30th, 2016. Like, I, I don't know if that was the year of David S. Pumpkins, but it, I, I think, think it was. it's only been a year since David S. Pumpkin. There two years since David S. Pumpkin. Yeah. 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 No, that's Were about right. ever so young. David S. Pumpkins. <sighs> Time has lost all meaning since, especially in the last two years. It's oh, just fucking nothing. Oh, how the complexion of time and SummerSlam <laughs> has changed. <laughs> so, yeah, I just, like, this is, I think, back in the, like, Kevin and Jericho are reaching their peak Sign My Yearbook Megan. And then I sent you, before the next match we watched, just a ton of promos. I sent oh. you, like... Uh, when Jericho wins the US title and they're bullying Tom Phillips it's Kevin and, and Chris on a like some kind of web show with Tom they're just so mean to him he's got it coming <laughs> it's great like, I, he doesn't actually have it coming but they're so charismatic that it's like yeah that guy probably deserves it <laughs> and he's really good at like trying to play it straight and like yeah. breaking and they're like is that funny to you they do it in the in the Enzo uh, big cast one too but yeah I just like they're starting this web show and Owens is just like I saw you enter your password into your phone, 6969. You're disgusting. <laughs> also, like, I have no doubt that that was actually his password. That's probably really his password. <laughs> yeah. They're just fucking with him. They call him the wrong names a bunch of times. It's I awesome. Like when it's they yell perfect. At, I like when they yell at the crew. Yeah. Yeah. That's the other thing about the post Hell in a Cell is just Jericho putting everyone on the list. Which, oh, my God. How much about the list did you know? Did you know anything about the list? Zero, but I think I understand the list immediately it's very gettable <laughs> i also don't understand why he didn't have like a huge giant prop pen at all times yeah like a quill <laughs> oh my god ye old jericho with a quill doing the <laughs> list but like like you know those like oversized pens that you can get from like museum gift shops yes like yeah. if he had a big that, novelty pen big novelty pen for the list but it's like literally but it almost kind of works better that it's like jericho just went to a bank and stole a bunch of pens for i the do list. yeah I like that it's a clicky, and I like that he, like, raises his arm in a signature pose yep. to, like, you know, to add someone to the list so everyone knows what's coming. And it's the biggest pop, like, we see, because he, when he adds people to the list live, people in the audience go fucking nuts. <laughs> it rules. It's, like, there's a couple spots like that that I've seen in the past almost a year at this point, which, like, God, um, that kind of get that same sort of, like, can't get enough of it love yeah. that shit type of pop like the djz air horn yeah, yeah yeah people just can't get can't get enough and i think that that is why th what happens next happens which is jericho is so over he's over as like a cornball who can't stop saying catchphrases like it's a very <laughs> it's a very like heel way to be over but like yeah. people fucking love him oh man yeah he's and they love Kevin too but it's just like they need to turn somebody somewhere because, you just made the list like you can't again like you can't put him up against somebody like Rollins who's like kind of has a nothing character and expect people to cheer Rollins because it's like it's Kevin Owens and Chris Jericho they're fucking great 
They're putting people on the list. It's so good. I think the only person who like the list era, Jer- I don't know if that's the proper name for the era <laughs> of Jericho, um, is maybe Braun. Braun's flat reaction to anything of like, no. Yeah. I will help you build Ikea furniture. I'm and like, still building the Braun Strowman roommate. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Character. <laughs> Braun Strowman roommate. If you don't uh, subscribe to our Patreon, please do to learn about roommate Braun Strowman, our new character. <laughs> um, do you have an Allen wrench? <laughs> <laughs> I My Braun impression has g- gone to shit. <laughs> well, it's bad for your throat. I get it. It's like doing Macho Man. Like It's it's not good for the vocal cords to do. Oh, Macho Man is so bad for the vocal cords. <laughs> But yeah, like, so they end up breaking them up in a very, like, again, this is a comedy, primarily a comedy tag team, right? A comedy relationship. It's 95% It's super funny. There's like, I, I love the promo they do after Jericho wins the US title where, um, it's one of those WWE exclusives where they you can tell they just kept the camera on them. It's like the New Day one we watched. Yeah. And I kind of, I wrote that down along those lines of, I just wrote White New Day. Yeah. Where literally they, they hit a certain pace where they just cannot stop bouncing off of each other. Right. But you know you have lightning in a bottle. Yeah. And it's like, like New Day and like Sign My Yearbook Megan. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It's like it's nonsense, but it's so funny because they're having so much fun that you laugh at it. Like, oh, him doing the great Khalid thing where they're just going up and down is like up and down the stairs. Oh, it's so cute. <laughs> it's, it's really cute. Good. Uh, <laughs> it it pleases me greatly. Um, but then all of that fun and all of that joy make the festival of friendship, which Jericho has repeatedly said. Um, Game of Thrones spoiler alert for several seasons and several books ago. Jericho repeatedly said I wanted it to be like the red wedding like that was his analogy I wanted it to be like just heart-wrenching see now I'm full of shit because I was just trash talking the wrong kind of nerd being into <laughs> Game of Thrones but that's the right way you do that yeah I don't know I should be nicer to Seth so this is interesting too because you did not know you knew there was a turn you did not know who was going to turn on who. Oh, I assumed it would be Jericho. Yeah. Because of my previous impression of like serious murder death. I'm here to promote my cruise, but in a dark way. <laughs> Jericho. And yeah. now it will. Because like this is like he should have played Joe Bluth's long lost twin. Yes. I kept thinking that I wrote down 600. I wrote down $6,000 suit. Come on. Yes. <laughs> yes. Oh my God. And like down to the fact that he's wearing like this awful dollar general fedora. It's which so Which is like something that he's dressed like a magician. Yeah. He is completely dressed like a magician. I will say they are in Las Vegas at this uh, show. It's enhancing his magician energy. Yeah, totally. Big magician <laughs> He has big magician energy. <laughs> Thank you. I Absolutely. felt too corny saying it. <laughs> um, but it's, I, I think that the red wedding analogy is interesting because it's similar not only in there's like a big betrayal and it's a big shock, but it's also like, it's so over the top, like it's a party. That you know some shit is going to happen. Yeah. And Kevin plays it pretty well, I think, through the whole thing. They do, but also it has like really funny lead-ins. Like the oh, weird absolutely. art that he oh my has God. made. The sculpture of them making out. <laughs> it's like very weird. Oh, so funny. <laughs> and uh. the, yeah, the, the creation of Adam with... The creation of Adam. One of the best lines, Jericho, uh, Kevin says like, I like it, but like, I got ki- I can't hang this up. Like, you're not even wearing pants. And Jericho goes, it's art. You don't need pants. Yeah. <laughs> Just like so stupid. It's so stupid. <laughs> we also, if anybody else did this in like any sort of comedy movie, we would be like, this is hokey hack shit. But it is a good reminder that like it works. If your wrestling is supposed to be super simple over the top, uh, like stupid like yeah that you don't need we don't need a gritty reboot of wrestling like i really oh who's the nanette of wrestling that's the only <laughs> nanette discourse i'm willing to have oh jesus <laughs> i don't know i was thinking more in the in the sense of like we don't need we need adam west batman we don't need the dark knight like that no. is the wrestling i like i like 
a little campy, a little funny, but everybody's like having a good time. And uh, it, it has, even when it gets like seedy, there's a little wholesomeness to it. Yeah. I don't need like dark paramilitary, uh, seems crypto fascist uh, wrestling. I do think the Ledger Joker would work well in the wrestling world. That actually would be pretty sweet. Never mind. I take yeah. it all back. No, 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 no. Take mo- <laughs> no, keep most of it. Take Ledger because he without. Sorry for talking about the Dark Knight without Ledger. That movie blows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> he's the he's the heart and soul, which yeah. is what I think we need. You need like, you need heart and soul. You need uh, and the Joker's having fun. Yeah, Joker is having fun in that movie. Yeah, and to go back to what you said at the very top, you love when you can tell that someone is having a fun time. Exactly. Anyway, and so it's exciting uh, when that fun gets ruined. So that's yeah, they have this Joe big party. Jericho Bluth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Job Jericho Bluth uh, gets Kevin all this stuff, and Kevin is playing it very well. Of like, I'm, you're I'm making sorry. me a little like, uncomfortable. Yeah. He's he knows what he's about to do, and it's like a little bit like, does he feel bad about what he's about to do? Does he feel, um, you know, any remorse, or is he just uncomfortable because he knows? Like, get to it. I'm also, I have to say, I did not. You would not think that WWE would handle something with, like, homosocial bonding without going into, like, the homophobia jumped out. Because it very easily could have been the homophobia jumping out. But instead it was just like, no, I'm fine with this. It's just like, your boundaries are bad, buddy. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It's just one person being more enthusiastic and the other person is about to end the friendship. Like, about to fuck it up. It's, It's definitely not... I mean, even... In the Raw talk we watched where they kind of make light of the fact that they kissed, that, like, Kevin kissed him. Like, they replay the kiss. Yeah, and then they go, who gi- they basically have, like, a who gives a shit response. Right, it's, it's, uh, it, it's not, there are no gay jokes in it. It's all just like, oh, you guys are so close. Like, I saw, you don't kiss somebody, like, he's your bosom buddy, they keep saying. And Kevin's yeah. like, what does that mean? Are you saying I have breasts? There's also a part where he says, uh... Where uh, Renee Young goes, do you think there's an asterisk on your win? And he's like, are you calling me an ass? <laughs> it's really good. It's really, it's good. really good. He's just on. <laughs> he's yeah. super on. But so how long into this did you realize that Kevin was going to be the one to turn? Oh, until the last minute. You really thought it was going to be Jericho the whole time? I truly thought Jericho was going to get mad that he wasn't grateful enough. Wow. Okay. That's awesome. So it was like a big surprise. So... There's also the prop in this. The way it happens is he gives him a new list. No, actually, when he gave him the new list, I was like, oh, no, it's going to be Kevin. No. Because, as you you were about to describe before I cut you off, I apologize. No, describe, by all means. Is that he hands him, and he was like, I got you a new list, because I'm assuming that the list was lost or some shit like that. Um, And then Jericho, it's like physically brilliant delivery where he just has the list down and he just lifts it up yeah perfectly that you see it's the ko list right Ah! it's it's yeah (laughs) it's very good prop work and you you hearing the crowd the volume of the crowd raise as they realize what's going on yeah like it starts with why is my name on the list and everyone's like uh, and then you see he pulls it up and it says the list of KO and everyone's like ah! and Kevin just like totally blank in the eyes drops the mic beats the shit out of him well I also really like the obvious computer paper of the list yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like I'm not expecting them to make the WWE PAs and interns like fill out the paper for hours so it looks like it's been written down but like just not even that's the ream of computer paper for whatever reason it just really made me laugh yeah of like (laughs) fuck we gotta go to staples real quick we gotta pack (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's uh how'd you feel after this what'd you think i sometimes friendship doesn't last when but when it's there it's beautiful and when it goes you miss it yeah yeah so i feel like this promo is very mediated by what comes after it uh, to your point of friendship is beautiful when it lasts. Yeah. When it lasts. And like I referenced friendships earlier that I've had that are unfortunately no longer there where we bonded over hating and it's like, yeah, it fell apart because we didn't evolve out of being shitheads together, but you still have wonderful memories from it, even though, you know, 
there might be a text message screenshot phone. <laughs> exactly. And yeah. that's what happens. And it's it's very relatable to a shitty friendship ending when you have a shitty narcissistic bully friend that you get to be a shitty narcissistic bully with. <laughs> somebody is going to screenshot somebody else's text. And that's yeah. what happens. Oh, yeah. Jericho basically outs Owens as a big Jericho fan. And he goes, he was marking out, man. Which... Of all the sins to have, <laughs> I'm sure that if that's the greatest sin that Kevin Owens has ever Kevin Owens has ever committed, yeah, he's, he's going fine. to heaven. Yeah, he's doing all right. Yeah, and from what I know about Kevin Ev- Owens as a person, that is basically his only vice. He just fucking loves wrestling. Oh, it's, I it's very it was, pure. It's it stays pure even in the betrayal because of like, like a little like baby Mark. That's cute. Yeah. It's like all the old Mark photos of Joey Janela. Yeah. Yeah, it's exact. It's a picture of him sitting in a room in a KO shirt, and it, the walls are papered with photos of wrestlers. Yeah, it's and really a cute. And a yeah, and a, a big like Pam Anderson behind him. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so Jericho like kind of exposes him, and I can see that being like very hurtful. Like he he shows text messages of like. Uh, Owen's asking for advice. There's Twitter DMs, which I thought was yes. super funny. It's, that's what it is. Yeah, it's Twitter DMs. Which, like, yes, this is how friendships end now. You you leak someone's Twitter DMs. And uh, then that sets them up for their WrestleMania match. Yeah, which I had only, like, I thought, like, just visually, immediately, I found this WrestleMania to be beautiful. Because, mm-hmm. like, open air stadium they have the big fake roller coaster in the background Mm -hmm. and like also jericho's gear is really good i love his gear i think it's like beautiful it's it's like my favorite colors he's wearing that weird like light up scarf which you were like hey where's the battery pack on that and i just ran up to the tv to try to find it and i was like it's at the bottom there It's yeah, it's very funny. I, I just a leather scarf in general would be funny enough, but no, it has lights on it. And they're Christmas tree lights. <laughs> it's fucking bizarre. It's absolutely bizarre. Um, but it's again, I think in a lot of these, particularly in the promos leading up to this, where it's Kevin rushing Jericho. Like that's what happens in the yeah the one with him exposing him. Like Samoa Joe comes out to distract him, and then Kevin Owens like attacks him, and. For some context, uh, the reason apparently for the turn had to do with uh, Triple H kind of talking sense into Kevin Owens, which in is like, kayfabe. It, yes, in kayfabe. Because in reality, it was that they were too over, and they weren't. I think so. It wasn't competent heel work or whatever. I don't know. I don't know. Like I mean, what it was fantastic heel work, but not for what they wanted. Uh, yeah, I don't know exactly what the reasons were in real life, but that is sort of my understanding, probably of why. But in kayfabe, it was Triple H sort of. Uh, bringing Kevin to the dark side, which is a very common Triple H trope, I feel like. Again, with the shitty Twitter DMs leaking, it also usually starts with, like, the one dramatic friend just being (laughs) like, I just want you to know. Yeah. They said this about you. (laughs) Exactly. I don't... I just... You can do whatever you want. <laughs> Look, take this however you want, but like, this is what they said to me. They're so. pretty toxic. Yeah, they're very toxic. <laughs> Triple H told KO that Jericho was toxic. That's what happened behind closed doors. And uh, Jer- and Owens was like, I'm just removing all the negativity from my life. I'm sorry. I've cleaned my room. <laughs> I bought a crystal. Yeah. And that's... I'm going to heel turn Jericho later. I'll text Man. you. I'll text you. We've talked a lot uh, about uh, Workers World Wrestling Federation uh, that we're going to start with LB about the self-care heel. Like that's going to be a character. Oh man, the self-care heel is going to be. I would I'm like, taking time for me right now. I would like care versus care. Like <laughs> actual self-care babyface wants you to go to therapy and self-care heel found a really great deal on face masks. <laughs> I'm just imagining like, yeah, it's a tag team and like self-care heel won't tag in because it's like, this is me time. I'm shut off. Uh, I've unplugged. I'm doing Reiki. <laughs> yeah, I would love that. <laughs> fucking rule. Um, but yeah, Kevin is just so good at being uh, like brutal as fuck. And like he makes really good faces. He looks super angry. Well, also, he lets his beard go wild in all the right ways. Of, yeah. like, it really ties into just kind of like, I'm unleashed. Yeah. I'm an angry guy in a sleeveless t-shirt. I don't have time to manscape. I'm fueled by hatred. Also, he's Canadian. 
He is Canadian. He is Canadian. Does uh, that have to do with his beard? Or? Yeah, yeah. It, it it feeds into sort of like, because they, they kind of made jokes about it prior to of like, especially in wrestling, wrestling, the impression of like, Canadians are always polite. So it's like, especially notable that like a Canadian has lost his mind mm. in all social niceties. <laughs> My goodness. Yeah. He, uh, he's, he's pretty brutal. I think he does. I like how he acts, um. He has a couple moments throughout this match, but particularly there's a kick out that I liked that he pinned Jericho and, and Jericho kicked out and it zoomed in on Owen's face. And a lot of times people will do the face where they'll sort of grab their hair and be like, what? What? That was three. Like they'll like freak out like that. Yeah. Kevin just looks like he's about to cry. And it's like a very like. I believe that's so much more. Yeah. It's a very like inward moment. It doesn't seem like performing, even though it obviously is like given what we know about wrestling, but like. It's a good performance. It's really, like, realistic. Well, what I also found realistic about this match, and I said it to you while we were watching it, was just, like, this is how I would act during a match, which is just, like, <laughs> exhausted and, like, I don't want to do this anymore. I'm not <laughs> having a good time. Yeah. <laughs> he gets color in a way that, like, isn't just, like, oh, someone made, like, the right nick on their forehead. It's, like, because he gets a little scrape on his forehead, and it's, like, oh, that actually stings. I know what that feels like. Right. Again, the relatability yeah. of, like, an abrasion rather than, uh, yeah, like a razor blade nick. Yeah. Which I think is probably... In an indication that it was unintentional, but it yeah. makes him look extra scary and it's cool. Well, it's just thinking about all like the sweat going into it and how oh. it stings yeah. and like he's accidentally going to put his like active acids on it later and be like, ah, fuck, that you think, hurts. You think Kevin Owens is exfoliating? I don't think any of them are exfoliating, but if there's like a ranking of most likely to, Kevin is higher on it. Yeah, actually, I feel like I can see that. He, he seems like somebody, I mean... I believe he is a Taurus. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> he's got the bull He's tattoo. got the bull. Um, <laughs> he just strikes me. He's very into animals. I'm sure we will talk about it on a future Kevin Owens episode, but he like he's a super animal lover. He like anytime he's in a city, he will go to that city's zoo. Like <laughs> he he used to have a shirt that said Kevin Owens Zoo Enthusiast. Like <laughs> he's the best. I wish I should really figure out a way to like vocally indicate my faces of joy. I yeah, I feel like I kind of have like to this. narrate them a lot. I'm just kind of like, I'm so happy right now. <laughs> like, what a what a pure being. Yeah. He's he's really wonderful. And then he um, just cries at Shania Twain shows. Yeah, yeah, that guy, that guy, maybe he doesn't use active acids. He moisturizes at least once a month. Absolutely. I mean, <laughs> I, I think there's a few, like, I definitely think the fashion police uh, moisturize and take care of their skin. I don't know if you've ever seen them, Fandango and Tyler Breeze. I've seen Fandango. Okay, God, we got to do a fashion police episode. We're okay. getting off track. We'll talk about this later. Uh, but yeah, I feel like it's a good match. Kevin wins. Uh, he, he he earns that win too. Yeah, like very much so. It's he's really throwing Jericho around, and it looks painful. And I feel like that takes a pretty skilled person to work with somebody like that. First of all, that you're a huge fan of, but second of all, who's getting older who like is probably pretty injury prone and probably pretty sore most of the time. That match doesn't let up either. Yeah, I it, it I think it takes a lot of uh prowess to work with him and make it look great and have him be comfortable that you're not he's not going to fucking break his back. Like this isn't a detriment to the Kenny Omega Jericho match from long ago, but one of the things that I remember, and it was the first thing I ever watched with you and Tim, was you were like, they worked that really well to work around, like, Jericho's natural aging. Right. And, like, I don't feel that occurred as much here. Yeah. But, like, it just, it works. It works super well. It's just, it's a good match. I also really like the roller coaster theme of this WrestleMania. The ultimate thrill ride. The ultimate thrill ride. Uh, there's a really good uh, Dustin tweet from this he he used to i don't know if he does it anymore he used to get drunk and sometimes live tweet like big wrestling things like he does uh people call it whiskey kingdom when he gets drunk and watches wrestle kingdom and like tweets about it he always deletes them all the next day well he deletes everything yeah but like these are gone immediately like you got to be there in the moment but so you got to turn said, on post notifications <laughs> yeah you got to turn on post notifications if you see dustin is drunk and tweeting about uh, a wrestling event but he said something it was like i call my dick or my, like, I call him, my dick is like WrestleMania because I call it the ultimate thrill ride and it's ultimately disappointing. <laughs> <laughs> it was, like, really good. This was, episode is just about relatable things. <laughs> yeah. 
yeah, that's I, that's what it was. It was like WrestleMania is like my dick. I call it the ultimate thrill ride, and it always ends up disappointing or something like that. Very good. <sighs> Damn. Deleted it because he's a delete asshole. Anyway, delete. <laughs> Uh, yeah, and then this begins like a wonderful Kevin o- Kevin Owens heel reign with the you know, the U.S. title and the Universal title. Well, he's Dude. lost the Universal title at this point. There's so much meat on the bones of all these promos yeah. that like there's so much stuff that we skipped. So that like it's in the opening of the WrestleMania promo. Um, he's oh, supposed Goldberg to fight Goldberg. Yeah, took. Yes. The title. Okay. Yes. So Jericho comes out, distracts him. He loses the title to Goldberg. Then they make the match for WrestleMania. Yeah. I really like in an earlier promo when they're talking about like, are you sad you don't have the U.S. title? And he was like, no, the universe is bigger than the U- than North America. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which was just like such a good like, Megan signed my yearbook. <laughs> it's, yeah. Goddamn like delight. Immediately has become like a, a shorthand for like an emotion or a type of performance. Yeah. I'm so glad we can expose people to this because like I really think it typifies that so well you got it immediately hopefully our listeners will get it i feel like we're probably uh reaching the end of our our episode here do you have anything else you would like to say i can't wait to learn more about like jericho and also kevin owens just because like he's been yeah i got to drop zoo enthusiast on you late in this episode like we're gonna have fun with him too (laughs) damn damn so good uh yeah so as i said when we opened this we are going to have plenty more um coverage of these two fine wonderful gentlemen i hope everyone enjoyed all the excessive animal noises in this episode yeah this was a real uh bitch to record because there was a a lot of commotion happening a humdinger is what i'm gonna go with uh give nate some extra props on this episode because he had to edit the fuck out of it Um, thank you nate (laughs) thank you nate Okay. <laughs> but yeah, uh, follow us on Twitter, WrestleSplania, Gmail at WrestleSplania.com. We have a Patreon, patreon.com slash WrestleSplania. For this episode, uh, we will be releasing bonus content of our commentary over the Chris Jericho, Kevin Owens, WrestleMania 33 match. So uh, if you want to hear what we have to say about that in real time, sign up for our Patreon. We will talk to you next time, and we love you. Bye. Bye. Go back there. There you go. Look out the window. Sit down. Sit. (laughs) Good girl. Good girl.